1: hey guys i'm caitlin and i'm monica And welcome to Scaredy Chat, a podcast where we talk about all of our childhood fears, plus a few things that are scaring us right now.
0: Thanks, everyone, for joining us today on Scaredy Chat. We have the super dope Tarek Davis coming up later on the pod. You know him from The Amber Ruffin Show and from Freestyle Love Supreme, and I am super excited to see what his fears are. Stay tuned. Monica, sometimes we get gifts
1: that uh, aren't really
0: gifts. How do you feel about that? (laughs) i have to i have to agree with you on that uh sometimes you know we get a gift and the person just wants it to be special to us and sometimes it's from a nightmare and it actually ruins everything but not ruins everything that's a little extreme but i was thinking about today how there are so many like things that i'm scared of and when i say things i mean literal objects like things that things why am i afraid yeah like like Inanimate objects that like scare me.
1: Things that aren't going to eat you, like a shark or a, a zombie or a nope. other things like that sta- eat people.
0: <laughs> sta- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stationary cannibals. items that don't move or have the ability to think. That we know me. of, first of all, but okay, Monica. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We don't okay. know. And here's a prime example of this from my childhood. So my grandmother, my dad's mom, lived with us. For a few years, I want to say probably from like four to nine. Okay. Maybe she she lived with us, and um, sh- we shared a room. Her and I shared a room. Um, and you know, she uh, it was a little bit of a culture shock for her. She was from Sri Lanka, and she did not love America. She preferred to live in London with her other kid or yeah. back in Sri Lanka. <laughs> I, I well, she love- lived with us for a while.
1: It's a culture if <laughs> She wanted to live with her other grandkids. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. She just hated us. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, but, and she was, you know, super old school. She was strict and not super nice. Um, she became nicer later in life, though. Like, I, I remember meeting her again, older, and she had mellowed out a lot. So yeah. she became nicer. But old age does at that. At the time.
1: No, it's yeah. actually, you
0: know, <laughs> no, not true. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't super nice or super friendly, but she sewed a lot and she made things. She made like uh, coasters and like placemats and she, and it was all really nice. You know, she would sew and like my family still has a lot of that stuff, which is nice. You know, it's like, uh, she rest her soul. She has since passed away, but it's nice to have all of those things that she made. That's lovely. Except for one particular thing oh, that she no. made.
1: Oh, Haunted coaster. <laughs> no,
0: right? So she made me a doll at one point that uh, I was terrified of. It was, I think it was supposed to be a cat. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I'm not even to totally sure. A doll, okay. I, I think it was supposed to be a cat. And its body and ears were made of the same dark green fabric that had flowers on it and its face like its cat mouth and its dead ass dead eyes were needlework that was like it was thread you know and that was like embroidered on and then it had very long and very thin Arms like Slenderman, and the arms <laughs> were like two feet long. The legs were oh. like two feet long, and the tail was really long. So two feet, literally I mean, two feet. That's a huge. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe one maybe one foot. Well, if when I look at my arm, Monica's, but when I was little, yeah. it probably seemed much bigger. You right.
1: know, Monica showed um, her forearm, and I actually think that might be that might be a foot, but still, that's very long. That's very very long for it. They're very doll. long
0: uh limbed long limbed cat doll and uh I did not like it. it it scared me I was like this mutant cat thing wants to kill me oh she knew that I was afraid of it but I really I really did not like this thing and one night um it it, it always would uh it was sitting on top of my laundry hamper and it was just staring at me, and its long arms were just like draped over the side of the hamper, you know. That's and it's so just like scary. looking at me. Yeah. And uh. Uh, and I was also afraid of the dark for a really long time. I didn't like turning the lights off, but she made me turn the lights off. She wanted to go to sleep. I mean, that's and, valid, Monica. Um, <laughs> whatever, Grandma. Whatever. <laughs> that's a valid point. Yes. <laughs> well, we didn't. We called her uh, Ami. That's actually that's mother in my dad's language, but we call we heard her. We heard him calling her that. So we started calling her that. So we called her mom, you know. Um, But yeah, she, <laughs> she just, you know, wanted to go to bed, I guess. So the lightest are out and I am so scared of this thing. And I'm like peeking out from under the covers at it. And it's still looking at me, you know, and I would duck, duck back in. So eventually I like worked up the courage to get out of bed, get up. And I picked it up and I threw it in the laundry hamper and I slammed the door shut. And I was like, I chose you, cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I win. <laughs> I am fearless. That's bravery. I'm seven. It was a big deal. And I like, I shut the door and I was like, I can go to bed now. <laughs> and I went to sleep. And when I woke up the next morning, the cat was back on top of the hamper sitting on top Absolutely of it.
1: Absolutely not. No. Oh, no. Oh My God. no, 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 no,
0: no, no my little mind was shattered i was like who the cat i picked and then i pictured like a weird stop-motion film of the cat like climbing out of the hamper you know i, I like- think that's just what happened monica i think that was
1: what <laughs> happened so i'm so sorry to tell you this but that cat was alive that no. cat was alive and it hated you because it you hated,
0: hated it. it hated you <laughs> In reality my grandma was probably found it in the hamper and was like, "Oh, this fell in." And she like, you know, probably took it out and just put it back on top where it was. My granddaughter's beloved cat toy. She'll be
1: so upset, but she'll be so pleased that I saved it from the hamper. <laughs>
0: exactly. And uh I I did not trust that thing. It did not trust me. I get I don't know what happened to it. I don't know where it is. That's the scariest could... thing of all. <laughs>
1: truthfully (laughs) that is the scariest thing because who knows and it's mad at you now so it's mad at me i'm just your poor your poor grandma i guess but yeah oof
0: i mean i i like to think that now that she has passed away the cat has called a truce you know we can wherever it is it's probably in a closet somewhere i'm sure we're chilling we're not homies right no you're not we don't you know it's fine but and actually, this is the beginning. This is probably the genesis and origin story of my fear of dolls, which we will continue to talk about on later episodes. We have to
1: unpack that layer by layer.
0: Yes, and and as puppets. We go. There's also puppets. That's- Anything in the Uncanny Valley. But specifically, when I was around this age, I was specifically very afraid of dolls. And there's another story there that I will save for another episode. Ooh, I'm very excited. Okay, Scaredy Chat listeners, I am super excited about today's guest. You know him from Freestyle Love Supreme and The Amber Ruffin Show. Everybody, welcome Tarek Davis and his scary story. Welcome, Tarek. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Good to be here. Nice, nice to talk some scary stuff.
0: Yes, yes. And your scary thing is is horrifying and i was very upset by it <laughs> it's horrifying uh, so, so and unexpected I. yeah i mean we
1: uh i've never seen this before yeah so wow um, thanks for bringing yeah. that into my life
2: no problem uh <laughs> this is a it's a this is kind of a oldie um something i would forgotten all about until like I, I read the email and the invite and i was like what is my first scare and I thought back to 19. Wow, I guess this is going back to like 1983, 84. And uh, you know, my parents, uh, one of the one of their the things they took pride in was being able to uh, afford cable back in the day, and uh, we had HBO. And HBO was a big Whoa. deal. It was a big deal. It's like
0: in, OG HBO. OG
2: HBO, and it was a big deal in my house. And uh, HBO, they had these things called. They had like the. They would play like film shorts in between, like their feature pre- presentations, like these little bumpers, and you know, like uh, what was the? There was like the famous Star Wars parody, and like
1: yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
2: like that was one of them. And so like they were pretty iconic. But then there was this one um, that I remember called uh, "Recorded Live," uh, live eating film reels, where a dude uh, fights like these two uh, old movie film like uh, like the videotape escapes from like the film reels and rec- and they come to live and like this dude ends up fighting him and he loses the fight. He
0: and loses. Things,
2: he loses <laughs> he the won! fight. He loses the fight, and the videotape, like, envelops and eats the dude. And I remember being, like, four or five, and I was like, nah, this is some bullshit. And, and <laughs> I haven't really—it it messed me up. And uh, an adjacent story to this was—so I was terrified of, like, tape. For oh
1: my god. A long
2: time. So you were like, actually
1: I, afraid of that specific thing.
2: Yeah, I was afraid I was actually afraid of tape and I was so afraid. So I must I was either in kindergarten or first grade. I'm thinking kindergarten. First grade you start to have a better sense of what's real and what isn't. But you know, my bus would drop me at the big like the beginning of my block and i would have to walk and my house was at the end of the block and so you know i'm an adorable black little baby and i'm <laughs> walking course. and uh i'm walking down my street and someone must have had a cassette tape and they exploded it and so there was tape <gasps> all across the street and it like made like a barrier and oh, no. i stopped and I was like, "Oh, if I step over that tape, it's going to grab me.
1: It would it's eat me. Yeah, it literally and would have.
2: It literally would have." And um, I just stood there for maybe an hour. Uh, and my older brother, who would get home before me, my brother was like, you know, eight years older than me, so he, you know, he it was he had to babysit me. But if I don't come home, so luckily he came outside. Like, what's going on? Where's my little brother? And he just saw me there frozen in the middle of the street, Aww. like, lunch pail in hand. And I was like, I can't. I can't cross this tape. I so, like, see.
0: In my mind, I me see up, it. And he walked me home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he, so he was oh. like, this is stupid. You can walk through this
2: tape. Yeah, but I didn't want, like, I didn't want him, I didn't want him to come near me. I was literally like, don't. It's the tape. Because, oh. you know, worse than me getting got is my older brother getting got. Right. You How, know, so. The
1: guilt you would have had, I mean, if. I
2: wouldn't have, Yeah
1: amazing Wouldn't even able to live
2: with myself exactly so.
1: the thing that I think is so crazy about this this film is that it's something so specific and it's something I've never ever ever seen before in a horror movie
0: nothing like it yeah never. it's a totally original thing
2: it's a brilliant short. Like I'm rewatching. I haven't watched it. I think since, since then.
1: Can't imagine but, why.
2: <laughs> uh, but it's all this. It was made in 1975, so it was made like a good wow. almost 10 years before I saw it. Um, and it's all there's no CGI. There's no. It's all done practically. It's and, like
0: half of it is like stop motion.
2: Yeah, half of it is stop motion and it's disturbing and funny at the same time. Um, it's just like, wow, like uh, I, I need to na- now I'd like I need to do my due diligence um, and like research and like find out who the filmmaker was and are they making more stuff or was this a one and done? Because if so, or were they really eaten up by that film? Like, was this a documentary? Uh, oh no! Was the film, it turns out Is this like a weird film, snuff film for like cannibal film? Like, are they like, hey, yes. watch this, watch this weird shit of me eating this dude? Like, anyway, <laughs> that's what my brain goes with it. It's uh, a biopic. It's a biopic. Like, in the film's mind, the film is the hero.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it- yeah. Like these people have to be eaten.
1: It's my job.
2: Yeah. So I actually like, did
1: some research really quickly, and um, apparently, this is. The writer who made the person who made this short, the director, is the person behind um, Tremors. He wrote the screenplay oh! for, for Tremors. Oh, uh,
2: shit. I was going to bring up Tremors. Well, I had this to, like, man
0: has been haunting you for a I long I had to go
1: time.
2: through a Rolodex of films and I was like, all right, what are the films that fuck me up? yeah, am I allowed to curse? I've cursed a few times. totally. He also uh, he also
1: made Ghost Dad and Wild Wild West or not made, but did the wrote um the Will Smith movie Wild Wild West. And I
2: mean, we need to go back to Ghost Dad because that's actually terrifying and
0: Ghost Dad. yeah. I mean, starring, this is
2: starring the the monster that was Bill Cosby
0: bringing it back to this scary, scary, scary short because, I I saw it 20 minutes ago, and I was scared. If I had seen it as a child, I would have been ruined. Um, Can you break down, like, the plot of this for our listeners? Like, here's what happens in this messed-up short.
2: I mean, there's a man in a mustache. I remember the mustache, most of all.
1: Haunting, Um, Haunting mustache. Haunting
2: mustache. But then this dude in this short, he's got the Sonny Bono mustache thing. Which tells you that he's going to die. (gasps) Not because because Sonny (laughs) Bono died. Right, I was like, wait, Uh, wait.
0: But you, because you can read Mustache.
2: You can read Mustache. You can read like, oh, this dude ain't... He's not bringing the Burt Reynolds, uh, Tom Selleck, Charles Bronson energy to this game. He's bringing that like, um, I think, I know Shay is too good for me. She's going to leave me. And... um, yeah, I ain't got much going for me, so I'm going to try to run for <laughs> politics. Like, that's the oh, energy that this dude brings seem to the like game.
0: He's definitely not, like, an authority figure. Like, no. from the second you see him, it almost feels like he's late to work. Like, he just kind of stumbles in.
2: He's on a job interview.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm-
2: like, he's already, he's got no job, and he's begging. no, let me stop. <laughs> uh, so, but it, it sets... The mustache sets the scene, and then there are these two film reels, uh, like they're out of the can and they're on this desk, and they come to life and they speak in like uh, whoever was doing foley sound or decided to do sound effects, like was like, oh, the film should sound like rewound voices, which is eerie as fuck. That is fucked
0: very, up. it's, it's genius really fucked up. and awful.
2: Really awful. And so you have these like reround, like almost kid like high pitched voices when the film reels come to life and like snakes and start plotting to like get this dude. And so he's just in this office building and he makes like this. He makes the mustache tells the story. He could have just left.
0: Oh, my God. When he didn't leave, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? There was a clear 30 second window mm-hmm. where he could have just left. And Cle- he didn't. He really wanted left. the job, guys.
1: Okay, this is showing initiative. Come on, you can't just leave. This is part of the interview.
2: What it's showing is showing weak mustache energy. It's showing like <laughs> this is the job interview. Like it's it's like listen, we, we want that Bronson energy. All right, we want we want that strong, like barrel chested with a mustache energy, and he wasn't bringing it. And, no, uh, he was not. And so, if he I imagine if it was a different mustache, this would be a different film.
1: You know what's so interesting? So, I, I'm just doing a quick search of this guy online. Um, his his name. <laughs> We're just trashing this <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> his his name is John Goodwin, guys. He's not just the mustache man.
2: Looks like a delightful person, but he's not the person I'm looking to get me out of a building when uh, when shit goes down.
1: I mean look and I'm I'm a John Goodwin I think myself personally i I, I think it's over <laughs> for me if the film reels come alive, I think I'm I'm pretty fucked truthfully
0: okay speaking of that, can you talk about the point in the short where it seems like it might turn around and our boy Goodwin is gonna make it out of here because for a moment <laughs> our boy you think Goodwin. he's gonna be okay
2: <laughs> yeah uh, so when he's in the room and he's going towards the window? And he's got the scissors, and which at which point I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, because uh, there, you know, there's a magnet
1: involved. I know. Oh yeah, he's yeah, got he the finds film a magnet. magnet. He
2: finds the magnet.
1: Convenient magnet.
2: So. uh which erases film, and it does work. Um,
0: for a period of time.
2: For a period of time, but he's he just. I mean, he's just doomed.
0: I cannot believe that man put the magnet down. That was his yeah, he, downfall.
2: That was his downfall. He put the magnet, but like you know, it's uh, listen. I'm all, I'm continuously baffled by the choices white people make in horror films. So, <laughs> oh,
0: I could and talk that, is, that. that is that is that is forever. Yeah, okay, it's they, forever, Caitlin. Caitlin, I'm, you're a little outnumbered here, no, but it's no, true. I'm I'm very much in agreement. So, from the I make from terrible choices.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, from we know. The,
0: even, okay, even as progressive or diverse as horror films become, from mm-hmm. the dawn of the very first horror film to infinity, it could be the year 5,000, and you know now we've got perfect inclusivity, whatever. White people will still be the dumbest character in every horror movie. That's never going to change. Look,
1: guys, guys, look, if we split up, we'll cover more ground, and the killer won't be able to get all of us. So <laughs> I just think
2: Word, word, y- all right. Know, well,
1: come on, guys. It's a great my, plan. It's a work yeah. for no one, but let's keep doing it. I think that works out. It's it's my great.
2: My melanin and my beard disagree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man. We
2: are we are exiting. Um I'm I would love to make uh, I've made a horror short. Uh made a few, but I I would love to make a horror short where it just doesn't happen cuz everyone makes the right choices like it's just yes! like
0: Yes. Yes,
2: absolutely. Should we go out?
0: No. 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 Uh-huh.
1: There's a uh, great okay. a couple of years ago there was like a I might have been college humor or something. I think it
0: was college humor yeah. yeah. Where
1: it's like they it's like they see the cabin it's like the people you know it's like a horror movie they drive up to like the old cabin that looks like it's obviously haunted or zombies are going to attack it. And then they just, it cuts to, like, everybody at the beach being like, yeah, the cabin sucks, so we just went to the beach instead. Right. Like, end of film. (laughs) Like, all of these decisions could have easily been made. Everyone would have lived, probably. Everyone could live.
2: I think it's so funny, uh, now, in the midst or hopefully towards the end of this pandemic, I hope we're at the end of it god i hope (laughs) but like in this like you know living in this real life horror but like the best thing to do is stay home it's like the universe is has seen this short it saw it with me when i was like you know four or five years old and it's just it's like listen y'all i can't i can't i can't get any louder about this stay home
1: I, I home. gave you the movie recorded live on HBO all those years ago. You didn't listen then. <laughs> no. You yeah,
2: didn't listen then. Stay, stay home. We're going to close um, all the movie
1: you know, theaters, I, too.
2: Yeah.
1: Right.
0: So it can't get you.
1: Are there any other ones that you can think of off the top of your head that you're like, that movie, I finally found it. It messed me up forever.
2: Yeah. Uh, there's a movie called... Um, I think it's called Heat Wave. Uh, Crime Wave. No, it's called Crime Wave. And I remember watching it, and I was around maybe like a year older, two years older than I was when I saw this film. And I loved it. And it was like the zany film, and it was really dark. I I grew up in a household, luckily, where my parents, um, they didn't really exclude me from watching stuff. Uh, They, you know... If things were too graphic, they were like, you can't watch this. But for the most part, you know, um, the biggest test was, like, my dad would ask, like, me to explain what I just watched. Which is, I like, guess, why I do what I do now. Yeah, and um, honestly, that's
1: a great... I think that's great. Absolutely. I mean, uh, within reason, I guess, of course. But Sam Raimi, you know, did Evil Dead. And yeah. didn't did all this classic. movie remind you of that at all? Because I thought the oh. stop motion of this... I oh, yeah. rewatched uh Evil Dead kind of recently too, so I was like, oh wow. Obviously, Evil Dead's a lot more uh, graphic, graphic in a lot bloody, of ways, deadly. but yeah. Just, <laughs> hey, uh... hey. I'm
2: sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, um... no, I was going
1: say there's a lot of tree uh, violence against women committed by trees in Evil Dead. That's Why not, trees? Not present here, but I, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, uh... yeah it's very similar.
2: Yeah, it is similar. Uh, it 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 takes comedic elements um, and blends them with horror, which became kind of one of my favorite genres uh, and inspirations to get into the the form, if you will. Um, yeah, this definitely reminded me of Sam Raimi, and uh, there was like a playfulness and a dark humor to it, uh, but it just ends. It ends on a, a really dark note um that made it stick in my mind but i'm i don't know if this film was responsible for my love of horror and like horror comedy specifically because i loved the evil dead um noted the fucked up ways that women treated in that film
1: um <laughs> yeah it's okay
2: <laughs> i mean it's you you try to say like eh, you know this other time but it's also like nah y'all would just dicks um like <laughs> it's, so many, just,
0: it's just bad,
2: it's just it's bad. Not so great, many, yeah so many films are one of the things that I, I keep in mind i bear in mind when i watch films um even films today honestly but uh most films made if it was a film made um in the past twenty, fifteen, twenty 15 20 years you're watching an apartheid film um Films of the forties, thirties, fifties, sixties, like mo- all films up until that um, up until today, um, are apartheid films. Like they were either excluding, they were excluding women, uh, women. They were excluding the AAPI community. They were, if blacks were in the film, if they weren't excluded, they were. It was derogatory, um, and exploitative. Uh, exp- I can't say the word. It's a hard you know word. I know. It's a hard yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. They were being exploited. And the LGBTQI community?
0: QIA plus? plus. Yeah.
2: That's right. Um, like, you know, most films, you know, films are propaganda. Lest we forget the first horror film, which is our, also the first superhero film. I believe, uh, Birth of a Nation in the United States. Yep, absolutely. Uh, They go hand in hand, right? But that is a propaganda film. So these films are, at their base were made for white men. And now that um, more people are fighting to have access to speak and to be represented, um, those watching films of yesteryear seeing like who was excluded, how they were excluded only becomes more um, like hyper visible. Yeah. Knowing that I can, when I realize that I can enjoy the film on some level. Does that make sense? Totally. No, it
0: totally does. The reason I was finally able to comfort myself and move on from being afraid of the ring Mm -hmm. is that everyone in that movie is white and if they weren't white, it never would have happened in the first place. Like <laughs> right. that's how I comfort myself. Like I would never be in this situation because I don't look like anyone in this movie. They're not talking to me, you know? Right, so right, right. therefore but... Samara is not ever going to get me. And right. that's how I finally was able to calm down. Well, uh, Tarek, we have a game that we would love to play with you if you're down.
2: Yeah, sure, sure.
0: So this game is called Chill or Chilling, where we run some hypothetical scenarios by you. Uh, Chill is would do, that's cool, I'm chill, I'm down with that. Chilling is would not do, pass, cannot have any part of
1: that. Okay. Okay, so our first question, and you tell us if it's chill or chilling, checking behind the shower curtain alone late at night. You go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, Maybe you hear some rustling. You're gonna check behind the shower curtain. Uh, how do you feel about that?
2: I mean, Ch-
1: chill or chilling?
2: <laughs> I'm chill. I want to be chilling, but I don't live alone, and so I had and like being <laughs> being the 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 of the. I don't know, how do I say this in the? Wait, it's not sexist. Like. I, it's. I feel it is my you're, duty.
1: You're gonna check behind the shower curtain.
2: Check behind the shower curtain. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you know you don't love it, but you you're gonna you're I gonna take one it. for the team.
2: So. I ain't taking shit. I'm gonna <laughs> like,
1: that's it. Sorry, you're you're gone. So. <laughs> you
2: Like you better have faster hands than me.
1: I mean, uh, I mean, hey, look, it could be nothing, but it
2: could, it be, could be something. It so. could be, something. It
0: be a giant wad of. Film tape. It, up, could be, also, it could be a lot right. of
2: film tape. Okay, now, we got to stay on this. One. Whatever monster is hiding behind the shower curtain is like, oh, is he going to come and get me? Nah, you get in the hands. I ain't playing that cute shit. You come <laughs> yeah. in the room and you get me. You don't have my shower curtain. You don't... You come in the room and you get me.
0: <laughs> Has anyone... Mustache
2: energy up, fam.
0: Yes. Uh, house sitting in a big house in the middle of nowhere all by yourself
2: chilling
0: would you if you, they paid you would you do
1: it because this is the thing I we always kind of get into a debate about when we ask these questions because it'll be like you know it'll be like fling yourself off a the hundred story building with a parachute and everyone will be like no i'll be like well what if they paid you a hundred dollars like would
2: you chilling?" Oh well, pay. Is out. I make. A, I'm doing okay. I don't need your damn money. Why do you leave me in a house by myself anyway? Don't oh, get out of here.
1: It's a friend. They <laughs> they need a, a you know a house sitter. They're going on their honeymoon. They you know, but it's just you. They don't even have a pet. You it's
0: know, it's just you it's all just alone, you. and there's no neighbors for like yeah, at least no five no miles idea in every direction. How
2: paranoid I am. I'm like, everyone is a hair's breadth away from being the thing as far as I'm concerned. No, keep your house to yourself.
1: (laughs) Keep your house. Keep
0: it. I don't want it. It's
2: a hard pass and chilling.
0: (laughs) I agree. I agree. I don't need to be in your house. That's fine. Okay, well, here's our next one. Attending a seance.
2: Oh, chill.
1: Good, good (laughs) answer. I I don't think we should be doing that. I don't care what you believe because honestly, I don't even know if I believe in ghosts. You should not do that. You should not do it. No, do thank you. Do you believe in ghosts, Derek?
2: I do. My mom was a nurse. She has too many ghost stories for me not to believe
1: them. I love ghost right? stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like I won't believe for certain until I see one myself. And I want to, but I don't want to see one in my house. I say this all the time don't show me a ghost in my home, don't have my house be haunted. No, thank you.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't need to see a ghost. I don't need <laughs> You're it. like, no thanks, though. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. The things I'm just like, I don't need it. You know, that's why I became an actor. You can do things like, ah, that's it's we're playing pretend. But in real life, I don't need that shit
1: so that's why you're not going to the seance because you're like there is a chance that i might see something i have no interest in seeing no
2: nah, i've had freaky events happen in my own life that, Ooh, like,
1: can you share a, a freaky event you we got love any, freaky
0: you got any off the top of your head
2: um there was this kid that lived around the corner from me whose name i cannot remember but i lived in like you know my immediate neighborhood was black um and so it was notable if there was a white kid that lived around the corner from me. <laughs> and so we played. We used to play together because we lived that close. And I remember I like. Yeah. Uh I love that cat.
1: <laughs> that cat's a perfect meow. It's perfect yeah. meow. It's like, don't tell the story,
2: don't I'm about do. to tell the story. And I remember I rode my bike uh around to play with him. And he came out and I think he was like, Yeah, it's my birthday. And I was like, oh, happy birthday. He was just, just talking to me. And then he just started speaking gibberish. What? And went to like a trance-like state. Uh, and his family ran from outside and grabbed him. And I never saw him again.
0: What? What?
2: True story. It's never my birthday. The, never saw the Speaks family again. Speaks in tongues. Yeah. And
1: then Le- they vanish. Leaves so the like neighborhood. They, they like,
2: grabbed him, brought him in the house, and then I never saw that that kid or the family again.
1: Okay, so I think that's the movie.
0: Uh, right? That's
1: some yeah. that's a movie of some kind that you need to write now if you have not written it yet.
0: Do you yeah. have any kind of proof that that kid
1: actually for sure existed? Yeah, that was my next question. I was like this kid nope. was dead the whole time. So
2: Nope, I always I mean I'm pretty sure it wasn't a dream, but it very well could have been.
1: I mean, are we sure that this kid wasn't a ghost is my question. I think you've seen a ghost. I think this kid was dead the whole time. I think this is a sixth sense kind of a situation.
2: Well, I don't need it.
1: Yeah. You're like, you know what? And
2: I took that energy energy and I was like, I don't I literally was like, (laughs) like, they brought him in the house. I remember like just going back home. I was like, you know what? All right. I'm going to go find my my black friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When this shit doesn't happen. This shit doesn't happen. I'm convinced that, that that this boy is not is not of this world. It could be an alien.
2: Could have been. Yeah, it could be.
1: be. He almost also true. He probably
0: almost blew their alien cover, and they had to yeah. move to another town. He's well, like, oh, they
2: right. fucked up. They, they don't fucked
0: speak up. my alien language. Yeah. Okay. He oh
2: no. If like my friends Jarrell, Quincy, Lamont. Like, I was, like, we was, like, I was rolling with them after that. I was like, yeah, you know what?
0: Honestly, better, safer. Yeah. 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 But our last one, camping at a cemetery with friends who, for the sake of this scenario, we're going to say that this is your white friend group and this is what they want to do. And you're like, uh.
2: (laughs) You said camping. It's chilling and camping. I'm not camping.
0: You're like, (laughs) even if there are no
1: ghosts, why are we doing this? My you know, we all have sh- beds at home. Yeah. I
2: don't disagree. My girlfriend's trying to get me go camping in the past, like, 13 years, 14 years. <laughs> no.
1: Have you ever been? <laughs>
2: uh, I've been to camp.
1: Right. That's not the same, no.
2: <laughs> and No, it, 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 that's as far as it's going to go for me. Uh, like, I feel like my family fought hard for housing and electricity.
0: Yeah, That's what valid. my mom said. That's what my mom grew up in the Dominican <laughs> Republic, where she, like, didn't have the most stable house. And she's like, I did not leave the Dominican Republic and work my ass off to own a home to voluntarily sleep outside.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's a... Uh, no, nah, I ain't... At a cemetery? Mm-mm. I, ain't, nah, I ain't with that foolishness. Yeah. Let, the, let them people rest. Let right, them yeah. Let people rest. Yeah. So do I think rest a, on them.
1: If I was a ghost, I don't know if I would want people doing that. You know, hanging out, trying to see me. Like, leave me alone. What kind of gentrification is that? (laughs) The gentrification of the cemeteries (laughs) are, you know, a problem.
0: Oh, I never thought of it like that. But you're right. When people go like party in cemeteries, it is a form of gentrification. Yeah,
2: I mean, look at us. And if I'm a ghost, (laughs) yeah, I'm getting in your ass at that point. Like,
1: I gotta be honest, guys. I've seen, actually, no, Monica, you did come with me one time. I've seen a lot of films in a cemetery before. And I did I'm come like, with wow, you once,
0: yeah, but I felt weird the whole time. I was like, this is yeah. wrong. No, it's true. It's nope. a, I,
1: I did grow up going to visit cemeteries a lot, but I felt like it was respectful. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait. I didn't know those people.
2: No, <laughs> c- cemeteries no. have a weird mm-hmm. frequency for me. I go there, I get and it's it. like, I'm very respectful. I'm paying respect to my family if I'm there. Yeah. But then I'm out. That's a That is a weird frequency at a yeah. cemetery. Don't Don't sleep there. (laughs) Don't sleep on people trying to sleep.
1: Right, exactly. They're resting. It says it everywhere. (laughs) Don't sleep on
0: people trying to sleep. Put that shit on a pillow.
1: There could be no more amounts of the word rest in a cemetery. Like, it's like, that's what we're doing. And in peace. So let us do that. You put it on. You spent so much money to engrave that on stones over the years. Let's just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Let it be. Let it be.
0: Well... Tarek, this has been a very uh, interesting conversation about inanimate objects that I didn't know I should be afraid of, but now kind of am. And there is something about old school, practical filmmaking that just hits different and is extra scary. So thank you for showing us that
2: short. No, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was a lot. I had a lot of fun.
0: Thanks so much. And is there anywhere in particular you would like listeners to look for you on social or anywhere else they can find you?
2: I mean, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Tarek R. Davis. Uh, catch me on Fridays on the Peacock, sh- the Amber Reference Show on Peacock. And uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. And, you know, Freestyle of Supreme Academy, we're always pumping out new stuff. So find us at fls.academy.
0: Yes. And you would do well to do that, listeners. You should really do that. Thanks so much, Tarek.
1: This has been a blast. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us, Scaredy Chat listeners. We hope that Tarek's story really reeled you in. I am personally spooked. And hey, while you're at it and while you're still here with us, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and rate and review if you could. It really helps us out. And hey, follow us on Instagram. You can find us at chat underscore podcast. And if you want to be part of the horror and part of the nostalgia, send us a scary story. Email us at story at scaredychatpod.com. And if we're into it, we'll talk about it on the show. See you next Monday. Bye. Security Chat was developed and hosted by Caitlin Riley and Monica Moore Suriyagi. produced by Jeff Swimmer, editing and sound design by Fitz Harris, theme music by Eric Fashingbauer, with samples by Jeff Zahn and Jack Lenz, and Gail Gilman is the executive producer.